0: How much do you really know about hypnosis? There are some myths about it, but for some, a visit to a trained hypnotist can be very beneficial. Here to explain is Dr. Steve G. Jones, a longtime clinical hypnotherapist, president of the American Alliance of Hypnotists, and author of over 22 books. Dr. Steve, what are some of the biggest misunderstandings people have about hypnosis?
1: Well, Chris, first of all, people think they're going to be put under the spell of someone. You know, they're going to be made to do something they don't want to do. Like in the movie The Curse of the Jade Scorpion with Woody Allen, where he was activated by someone calling him on the phone and saying Madagascar. And then he had to rob his neighbor or rob a bank. So people think that kind of thing's is going to happen. That's not true. They think they might go into a coma. They think in general they might just violate their morals. But none of those things are true.
0: What sort of problems can hypnotherapy solve for a patient?
1: Hypnotherapy is helpful for anything in which the mind is involved, the subconscious mind. So any habits that people have that they want to get rid of, or maybe good habits that they want to have that they don't have, we can install those.
0: Briefly, what happens in a hypnosis session? Do you swing a pocket watch back and forth?
1: (laughs) What exactly goes on? No, That kind of stuff, that's done by a few of my friends in Las Vegas on the stage. But what I do is of a clinical nature, so I'm, instead of entertaining people, getting a laugh or what have you, I'm working on changing a behavior. Maybe they want to stop smoking or lose weight or overcome fear of flying or something like that. So I'm just telling them to close their eyes and relax and drift off, and then I take it from there and give them positive suggestions for change.
0: Are some people simply not able to be hypnotized?
1: A lot of people think that's the case, but that is not the case in the literature they call it susceptibility i always call it suggestibility but everyone is suggestible it's kind of like electrical conductivity every substance on the planet earth will conduct electricity some do it very well like metal some do it very poorly like wood but every substance conducts electricity same thing with hypnosis everyone is suggestible some people are very suggestible like those people you see on stage in those stage hypnosis shows yes those are real those people are that suggestible and sometimes people aren't very suggestible, but we don't know that just by deciding whether we're suggestible or not. There is a test for that.
0: Tell us a little about self-hypnosis. Is it possible to put yourself in a hypnotic trance, and can this have good
1: results? You absolutely can. It does work, and it's very similar to regular hypnosis, except you are doing it to yourself, but the challenge is you might fall asleep. So if you figure in a normal situation, there'd be you, and there'd be a separate person who we'd call a hypnotherapist. Hypnotherapist would be hypnotizing you. In self-hypnosis, you're playing both roles. You're the patient and the hypnotherapist.
0: I would assume most people are walking around every day with some underlying fears and phobias and other negative thoughts in their heads. They may not even be aware of these things, which could be limiting their progress. Is this something that hypnosis can resolve?
1: Oh, absolutely. You have to want to change. I'm not saying that hypnosis itself, the procedure, is dependent on that so much. I'm saying a person's never even going to use hypnosis or go to a hypnotherapist if they don't want to change in the first place.
0: What would be an example of this sort of subconscious blockage that a trained hypnotherapist could deal with?
1: Well, it would be anything such as limiting beliefs. You know, limiting beliefs about money, limiting beliefs about weight. You know, people think they can lose a certain amount of weight and then not lose beyond that. Anything related to confidence, a lot of times creativity. I use hypnosis myself for creativity. It's really anything where the subconscious mind is involved, so that leaves it open to a wide variety of different applications and possibilities.
0: Are there any risks in being hypnotized? For example, could you get stuck in a hypnotic trance and not wake up?
1: No, that's one of the old ideas that people get in their minds that aren't true. So no, you will not get stuck in a trance if you fall asleep. The stages of sleep and hypnosis are the same. So it's the same scale you're going down. So as you go down deeper into hypnosis, you're going down deeper into sleep, and that's fine. But the thing about sleep is if you fall asleep somewhere in a chair while you're being hypnotized or even just watching TV, you will wake up after you have slept the amount of time that you needed to sleep anyway. So you could fall asleep, but you'll wake up anyway.
0: Dr. Steve G. Jones, clinical hypnotherapist, and you can learn a lot more at his website, which is stevegjones.com. Dr. Steve, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of InfoTrack. Thanks to this week's InfoTrack reporter, Roy Mackey. InfoTrack's executive producer is Randy Meyer. Internet services courtesy of Pear.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks in Chicago. And I'm Chris Whitting. Till next week, thanks from all of us for tuning in to InfoTrack.